Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> at White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rent a cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal gang, only wherever <laughs> Steve's legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue and it's really close to the train if you're like you're in the in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? Path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the Hey gang, before we... And on today's program, it's another slightly emergency broadcast, although we telegraphed this one a long time ago, pretty much when it was announced they were making it. This is Kindergarten Cop 2. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zeta. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in to our little program as always. Now, yes, indeed, this week we're talking the totally unnecessary Kindergarten Cop 2 directed by a guy with three first names. He's called Don Michael Paul. Sounds like a uh, like a shitty folk band from the 60s. Really? Or like- oh, did you, hear, did you hear the new Don Michael and Paul? No, because it sucked. That or he's like... A Miami swinger in the 70s. Hi, how you doing, Don Michael Paul? <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, you can pick which one you call me. <laughs> or he's like a, a, a distant cousin to Aaron Paul. He's like, hey, dude, you know, I know you're producing that Path show, but uh, I could direct an episode <laughs> if you wanted. <laughs> well, if you yeah, could. that's okay. <laughs> could you PayPal me $300? <laughs> hey, cousin Paul, will you be my PayPal? <laughs> I'm hitting some hard times. I got stiffed on the bill for Kindergarten Cop 2. It's like pen pals, but you send me money. <laughs> Let me know what's going on and send me money. Are you going to send me money back at some point? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I get paid from Kindergarten Cop 2. <laughs> oh, you know how movies are. It takes a while to get paid. <laughs> so, for anyone who's unaware, this is the newly directed DVD. I mean, it is an unofficial sequel to the 1990 Arnold Schwarzenegger classic, Kindergarten Cop. What? It's not official? 
This is an official sequel, right? This is an un- this is a sharing the name. This is an in name only sequel, right? Okay, like yeah. like uh, Jingle All the Way too, and the but, Net Two Point Yes, Imagine Entertainment had their finger in this movie, which was kind of surprising. That's a Grazer move. I don't smell any Ron Howard on this. <laughs> this is a Brian Grazer four a.m. High as a kite, like, yeah, this will be funny. Watch me waste Ron Howard's money. I'll forge his signature on this, on the green light form for Kindergarten Cop 2. Oh, no, and then then uh, Bryce Dallas Howard has to PayPal him money? I really took a bath on this Kindergarten 2. I gave Grazer my PayPal account. His PayPal's with everyone. I use PayPal for buying stuff on eBay. He financed a shitty movie with it. Oh, and if you like We Hate Movies, you could donate to our PayPal. <laughs> oh, there's, sure. a, there's a link on whmpodcast.com. Very good. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, this is, yes, it's a sequel in name only to the Arnold film Kindergarten Cop. Uh, no mention of Arnold in this. Like, it needs Come to be, it needs to be a thing where it's me. like, hey, listen, Dolph Lundgren. I've got an idea. It's yeah. a thing I heard about from my old partner. Yeah. It's a wild idea they did 16 years ago. Let's send you undercover to this kindergarten class. Or maybe it's just him. Like, he's Skyping. Have fun. I'm mm. passing the franchise to you now. That should be a thing. Anytime you, like, take over an Arnold Schwarzenegger franchise, <laughs> he has a have fun cameo. <laughs> that See, the thing is, he's a busy man, and he wouldn't do it. Now, what they could have <laughs> done... Wow, so definitive. <laughs> Yeah, he's got stuff going on. Well, he is but the like, new host of Celebrity Apprentice, by the way. You see that shit? I, and I will be seeing He's going to say you're terminated. Yeah, right? oh, they, they yeah, have you not stole announced, the words right they out They have of my not mind. announced it yet. He's going to say you are terminated. That's amazing. You are, though, here's what would be great, though, if they totally flipped that expectation. It was like, you are receiving a pink slip. <laughs> <laughs> are they, I am terminated? No, no that's what he's going to say when that's inevitably canceled. <laughs> No, but I think Dolph Lundgren in this should at least be like looking at a framed photo of his character, <laughs> nice. you know, and yeah. like thinking back. But why are they former partners? Are they maybe related? Always. Oh, oh shit! Because, oh, I gotta enact a plan that was first done by my dead brother-in-law. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that could work. Yeah. If, he, if Arnold married his sister, sure. <laughs> you know, honestly, they could. I know they shouldn't, but they could play brothers. Oh yeah! I, how have they not? You right? know how the only that was a one. No, actually, the Expendables did it too. The the Lundgren and uh, what's his face team up, right? Lundgren and Schwarzenegger is just it was they both, team up. They're both in the movie, but yeah. I don't think they share the first oh, no. movie. Dolph Lundgren's like kind of a traitor, but then Gunner. like he gets back on their good side for the other two movies. Right, yeah. All right, so I guess they it's enough. For, they just forgive him for treachery. Yeah. In, <laughs> In, in, any which, other, in which people die. Dude, in any other vigilante team, he would have been, like, Gunner would have been executed. Exactly. They would have eaten him. Idea for uh, a Lundgren uh, Schwarzenegger team up movie. Oh. Real twins. Oh. <laughs> They're oh. actually, like, it is like a, sorry, Danny, I need someone that's <laughs> as conceivably my twin. <laughs> the movie is called Real Twins. <laughs> yes, this was strategically written to cut you out. <laughs> <laughs> and the Eddie Murphy thing just wasn't ever going to happen. Is that dead? I Can hope that so. please be dead? Yeah, I would like oh, that to happen. Oh, mercy me. <laughs> so both Steve and I thought, well, Steve first posited uh, on uh, on online uh, messaging. Yeah, here, we, here we go. Get your heads in the gutter, everyone. Well, and then I watched it, and I totally agreed. You start this movie. The first, like, three or four minutes, I was like, 
is this a porno? Like a dick could be getting, you know, whipped out at any second. Wait, we now, we now open. Why? Now, why? yeah, tell me why. We open on <laughs> the top motel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do with that what you will, America. Okay, go the on. Top sorry. motel. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> just, 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 yeah. Uh, and it's a seedy motel. Some lady uh, who looks like she may have been in an adult film before uh, is packing a bag. And there's like bass fucking music going on. <laughs> you guys see porno. Uh, I, I it's see. all softly lit. Yeah, I thought we were watching Frank Miller's Sin Cities. <laughs> It's not in black and white, though, Eric. That's that, how you class that, that shit up. Yeah, that's in rich, <laughs> cheap digital color. As opposed to rich, rich cheap black and white. <laughs> Is that second movie cheap? It's a piece of shit. Oh, I, did, I did not see it yet. Yeah, it's, you, you should never see it. Yeah, take the yet out of that sentence. I did. I'll check it out. <laughs> um, Still so- curious. Her name is Kristen or Katya or something? Oh, Katya. it's Katya. He said it through the whole movie. Katya. And Katya. Yo, Katya. And, uh. Sorry. And she is uh, dating the Hulk version of Dominic Cooper, I guess, is the idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this dude's like some Albanian mafioso or some such business. Ooh, can I, uh, hold on. What was his name? His name is like Sugo? Like Su- Zugat or something Sisa? like that? It might be Seesaw. It's <laughs> this man's name. Um, so in the uh, Wikipedia article for Kindergarten Cop 1, which I read, I'm just going to read you. This will give yeah. you an idea of what this movie's about. Sure. In June 2015, Showbiz 411 announced <laughs> that the studio's 1440 division is developing a sequel to the film uh, with Don Michael Paul as director and David H. Steinberg as screenwriter. The protagonist will have an Indian sidekick named Sanjit. And they will, what? and they will uh, be searching for a flash drive that was uh, stolen from the United States Federal Witness <laughs> Protection Program. The last sentence is my favorite. The antagonists will be Albanian. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so the only thing that changed was Sanjit is turned into <laughs> Bill Bellamy, but everything else is accurate. So they definitively <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. were like these. Fucking Albanians are trying to steal this flash drive. I feel like this is, you know, they're they're riding the taken coattails a little bit. Right? Oh, big time. Yeah, like where Albanians are just Albanians e villain. We're kind of Albanian crazy these days, I guess, with the villains. Well, the problem is because you can't be doing like a Middle Eastern thing nope. because that's been ruined by terrorism. <laughs> right, so... By wh- modern terrorism. So let's go after white Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, totally. I mean, that's what you're dealing with. Kind like, of, right? How can so- we still do it? Yeah. Yeah, Zugat or whatever this dude's name is is a hunk, uh, like a hulking Dominic Cooper. That's accurate. This guy looks terrible. (laughs) He's like on the bad end of juicing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's probably like trying to come off it. Maybe I didn't look this guy up. Is he a WWE guy or no? Oh, I did not look him up. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't look like one. That's the thing. He looks too bad to be in the WWE. He looks like he could have held a belt at one point, though. (laughs) I mean, intercontinental or lower. So. So this movie starts with <laughs> domestic violence, which is what you want. Well, because uh, Katya. Yeah, he comes in. He's like, oh, you betrayed me, Katya. She's like, you got to get me out of here. And he's like, I'll protect you, Katya. I swear to God, of Dolph Lundgren. Right. and that, Well, because that's what we don't really know what's happening here. Because she's packing this bag and, like, the fuck tunes are playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Dolph comes out. And I was like, oh. 
<laughs> uh, like for a second, you kind of forget you're watching a movie called Kindergarten Cop Two. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a fucking wiener is gonna be out at any moment, <laughs> you know. And then, uh, yeah, so then like these dudes break down the door, and oh, man, you, you realize the level of comedy in this movie because the he's like, uh, you know, any last words or something, and Dolph's like, yeah, I got one pineapple. And he's like, but then like, it's like this dude who's ready to murder this person is like, all right, I'll stop and ask you what you mean by pineapple instead of just shooting you through the teeth. It's delicious, juicy fruit. (laughs) And so we're back and forth about pineapple. And you know immediately that it's just the code to get the fucking team to come in. Which they do, which which is incredibly cheap. It's like three dudes and and Bill Bellamy. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Box Office himself. Anyone aware of Mr. Mo- Mr. Box Office? Oh no, I never watched it. I think I saw one or two episodes. That is something I did not see in the Busey episode. Oh yeah, yeah, he was on that show too. Mr. Box Office was a di- I was going to say directed DVD. <laughs> it's kind of a directed it's, DVD it's TV, TV a, show, a syndicated TV show. I thought you- it was a web series. <laughs> Might as well. Well, that's like that Dave Coulier can't get arrested web show with him and. Uh, whoever played Stephanie Tanner on Full and Fuller House, Jody Sweeten. Yeah. And it's them like, oh, our lives are terrible because we're washed up celebrities. That's one out of three web series. That's is, true. Is that the Brent Spiner one's like that, whatever that fucking <laughs> horror show was. <laughs> well, the twist at the end was that it all took place on the holodeck. So. <laughs> Dude, I think Patrick Stewart was the only TNG cast member to not guest spot on it. <laughs> oh, LeVar Burton was certainly all over oh, it. Oh, Mr. Data, you want to see what the glamorous life of a Hollywood actor really is? <laughs> oh, it doesn't always end up well, Mr. Data. <laughs> My character, pa- Patrick Stewart, will be caught in traffic and won't be able to make your web series. <laughs> He'll apologize and send you a fruit basket. I'm just trying to know this dude. Um, pineapple. No, no, well, yeah, pineapple. The guy who, by the way, his name is Zogu. Zogu. Oh, okay, okay Zogu. This villain, the uh, actor's name is Alex Ponovic. He was apparently a Canadian boxer. Okay. So close to professional wrestling. There you go. Not outside the realm of fighting for money. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's firmly within it, I think. <laughs> So he gets arrested. Katya uh, slaps Lundgren in the face after she gets slapped in the face by Zogu. (laughs) (laughs) Well, slap for a slap. Well, that slap is because now she knows that he's FBI. And we're not talking female body inspector. (laughs) Hey, cool. (laughs) It turns out he's working for the feds. And, you know, she's been like undercover the whole time. And it's it's very much alluded to that he was uh, stupiner. Oh, big time stupin. They're like in love. His Beaver Patrol membership is still (laughs) not entirely. uh, 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 We don't know one way or another. Bill Bellamy would be very enthusiastic about starting a Beaver Patrol in this movie. And I think I think the two of them together, I think that could make a patrol. Mm. I don't know if you need a third guy. Well, Dolph Lundgren's like three guys in one. It's very true. He's so jacked still, but it's not like artificial Stallone jacked. Mm. He's still just in great shape. But he's also really old. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. My wife, we're watching it, and my wife goes, uh, he looks like Harvey Dent post acid. Yeah, it's just, I mean, like, I think there's, there's some bad uh, Botox going on there. Oh, I think, I yikes. Think they should have just done Grandpa Cop. <laughs> Grandpa Cop. 
That's right? not, it's like it a doesn't toughest have, nails, grandpa. I guess so, but that doesn't have the same ring to it as kindergarten cop two. You, we got we got bad grandpa. We got dirty grandpa. Yeah. Right. How so about grandpa, cop, cop. cop grandpa? That's true. We got and then we got like different cop things too. We got that wolf cop movie that's unwatchable. That uh, is unwatchable. Dude, I turned that off and then like four days later it was like, Isn't everybody excited for Wolf Cop Two? I was like, My God in heaven. No. <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't even excited for the first 15 minutes of Wolf Cop 1. Quick question. Would yeah. you see a movie called Beaver Patrol? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. No. Have I already? This is a trick question. <laughs> Starring Dolph Lundgren, uh, Bill Bellamy, and Ricky Jay. Ricky Jay. <laughs> Fucking rounding, absolutely. Rounding out the Beaver Patrol. Now, and for people who don't know, for normal people, Ricky Jay is a... Sarcastic fr- magician. Yes, and sometimes three actor. and a half feet tall. Oh, man, Ricky, Ricky Jay and uh, Dolph Lundgren and twins, too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we were born 27 <laughs> years apart. And I do magic. <laughs> You know what I've come to realize, man? You watch a documentary about magicians at any level, Ricky Jay's getting interviewed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Rick- make your profits disappear. <laughs> Ricky Jay will do your magic documentary. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'd totally watch that movie, though. Of course. Um, so, I mean, like, uh, we cut to a year later for some reason. Uh, for no reason, oh, I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only so that like we see Dolph Lundgren's house. He lives on a swamp for some reason. Isn't it's it like, like a, it's like a trailer? It's a trailer like on a bay though, like a like a nice like Pacific Northwest like body of water. Dude, I was jealous of this pad. He's They're got. trying to give you a little bit of like a Martin Riggs vibe. Oh, for sure, a trailer on a body of water. A non-suicidal Mar- Martin Riggs, right? And for our <laughs> younger listeners, such as a thirteen-year-old that listens to the show, yep, I was a reference to Lethal Weapon. <laughs> oh, the TV show that's coming out. Oh God, Wait, that's what? right. Yeah, dude. What? We were just talking about the upfronts, but that was one I forgot Lethal to tell Weapon you. Lethal Weapon TV front. show. Oh, it's a good thing I'm sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> tell me everything. I don't, that's it. Yeah, there's I a mean, Lethal I Weapon know. TV I, show. I, I don't think anyone's in it. I mean, I'm sure people are. There's I'm bodies sure there's on human this. beings. <laughs> there's a bunch of like skin sacks saying lines. <laughs> wow. Dude, there's that. Wow. There's a Training Day TV show. Wow. That's the big thing now. We're making movies into TV shows. Wait, so TV is becoming like Broadway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Everything's just a movie? Network television is the new Broadway. Yeah. Well, it worked for Fargo. Oh, man. So anyway, Kindergarten Cop to a year later, his pad... I kind of like it. Yeah, it's pretty okay. It, it looks a little too too wet for my taste. It's a little wet. I mean, listen, he's got a record player outside. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. He's grilling steaks and flipping over records within like five feet of each other. Pretty cool. <laughs> so if your life falls apart, <laughs> this setup is an option for you. Oh, without question. Yeah, nice little trailer by some water. <laughs> it's the Pacific Northwest, though. It's clean. Yeah, but yours wouldn't be. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't afford the clean water well, property. No, it's, it's L.A., isn't it? Is no, it's Seattle. Oh, it's Seattle. Wow, well, I not... missed that one. Well, it's... <laughs> Here's the thing, Steve. They're saying Kin- Seattle well... throughout the whole movie. That's <laughs> step one, that's definitely happening. Kindergarten Cop 1 uh-huh. was firmly established in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, that's true. In Astoria. Astoria. How many of you are from Astoria? Oh, right. Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, where they... Where they... How many of you were extras in the Goonies? 
how many goonies are in the class? Probably quite a few. Hey, you're probably a goonie, you fat kid eating everyone's lunch. Oh, no. hey, look at you do the truffle shuffle, you fat piggy. Oh, no, you're a gooby. <laughs> you're too fat for goonie. Oink, oink, because you have a B-sized booby cup, you fat little piggy kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we should talk about the movie, maybe. Maybe I will get there. Uh, <laughs> was anyone else terrified of Arnold Schwarzenegger's fitness test day in in, in school? What Arnold Schwarzenegger's fitness test? Right. Day. Was there, well, there was like a, a thing that happened. You had to do. Did like he a... come around? <laughs> come around to your school? <laughs> test everyone. We had the I presidential the... fitness test. Yeah, but like Arnold Schwarzenegger was like behind it, or like had like I'm behind the president. It. Hey, oh, hello, George. I'm going to <laughs> pump. There was like a pump you up joke involved as was well. I have no memory of that. No. I remember doing terrible at the presidential uh, well, fitness exactly. test, though. I don't think I even had that. I just think I, I think it was a guy chasing me with a stick. Run, fat boy. <laughs> this yeah. bear's coming after you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys got fancy talk down in uh, the regular places. I grew up north of you. <laughs> yeah, but near near a bigger city. Mm-hmm. So um, we cut to he's working for the FBI. He's not working for the police department. Right. Um, and he they they've arrested. Uh, it's a year later, and like Bill Bellamy, who's his partner, is like, "Oh, hey, you had a date last night." And he's like, "I didn't have a date. People don't date anymore. They just." Fuck each other. And it's like <laughs> what? <laughs> Which is it's so unbelievable that Dolph Lundgren has a problem with this. Like, because no. oh yeah, yeah, because he's like he in this movie he's playing like just an old fashioned guy. You well, know what I mean? He's sixty one years old. Yeah, I guess he is literally old fashioned. <laughs> that, like his wives keep dying. Like, what is going on? <laughs> I don't think they they, they uh, don't exist. Yeah, infer that he's ever been married. Which is like, but it's like, come on. He's this old, and he's like, well, Bill Bellamy. Dating uh, well, and, he says something about like you know, you know, oh, you you send another one away or whatever. Like you just go through him because Bill Bellamy's whole thing in this movie is to be like a cuckolded, miserable dude that has five kids. Count them. Five fucking children that we never see because this movie's incredibly cheap. How is there not yep. one scene with his wife and his kids? And Seriously, it's like him, you know it's. Get the whole cast of Mr. Box Office back together. Who cares? <laughs> Listen, though, if I see a buddy cop movie and it's like, we're going to meet this dude's family, even if it's Kindergarten Cop 2, I'm like, oh, man, now i got to worry about Bill Bellamy getting murdered in this. Yeah, that's true. Like, here's my perfect family. Look at my beautiful, gentle wife. Martin Lawrence always made it out of those movies, those bad boy movies. <sighs> Which is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> that's why those movies are annoying. So, um... The- Dolph Lundgren stops the action of the movie. He's like, hold on. I got to get a Twix. Man. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> oh, it's a Twix. It, did you? It's really good. <laughs> We're going to stop and talk about Twix right now. Did you know <laughs> that the right Twix is made in a different factory from the left Twix? <laughs> and then they put them together later. Yeah, they're assembled in China. <laughs> That's where Twixes are put together. Uh, Brian Grazer want, had a meeting, a nice meeting with the Mars Corporation, and <laughs> Kindergarten Cop Two was born. And this is what's amazing: is the shot of this vending machine. You see, like a, a Snickers, and Snickers is the superior candy bar. Uh, I don't know about as that. As far as public awareness, sure. As far as product mm-hmm. placement, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, you're getting a Snickers on there. And I'm like, oh great, fucking Snickers in this movie, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Twix in this movie, yeah. all over the place. 
Honestly, nice change of pace. And it worked. By the time it hit credits, man, I wanted it Twix real bad. Real fucking bad, man. And then, so we're introduced to the most ridiculous part of this movie. Cause I, like, I wanted to teach kindergarten at the end of this. <laughs> Lundgren, like, you know, it's the old gag of, like, I can't get the candy bar to come out of the machine. He pulls a gun on this vending machine, and you're like, oh, he's kind of, like, unhinged. Maybe he kind of is more like Riggs than I thought originally. Yeah. Uh, you know. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, is a lunatic. That's a, this is kind of a tricks rabbit kind of a move. Like, where you're like, dude, just go buy it. Like, yeah. well, you don't have to set it. I got to set a trap for a Twix bar. Just put in more money, and then two <laughs> Twix bars are going to come out. You're okay. You're going to eat the other Twix bar at some point. Or you're no, fucking eight I, feet tall. Shake the fucking machine. No, I got to threaten it first. <laughs> So he's like drawing a gun on a vending machine, uh, like if Homer Simpson was a cop. And <laughs> then, so like, introduce the most uh, like like biggest misfire of this movie is a guy who's doing like the angry chief character, Oof. and like they're trying to play this. God bless him as hard as they can for laughs. This guy, and he's like screaming at Dolph Lundgren the whole time, like, "Were you pulling a gun on this vending machine?" And you think like, "Well, yeah, this is like." Obviously, an extreme circumstance. Of course, he's going to scream at him. No, the joke is this guy's screaming through the whole movie. You did they ask Bill Nunn to do this or no? Oh, yeah, maybe. I would love to see I, Bill I, Nunn in a movie. He's an actor. That's that's great. It's a thing he's got a leg up on this guy <laughs> with. Oh, we don't have money for those. <laughs> yeah, we don't have Bill Nunn money. <laughs> oh, man. That, <laughs> that is not okay. Did they get Bill Nunn back for Sister Act 2? I don't know. It's a good question. Because he's one of the cops in Sister Act. Are you they? talking about Back in the Habit? Yes, yeah, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. No, uh, I, I, I don't know. Oh, all right. But yeah, you're totally right. You know what? You got to get somebody. Because the thing about this movie is you got Dolph. Yeah. He's obviously the star. You got Bill Bellamy's a name, but he's in, like, not a lot of scenes. And you'd think they'd cast him as, like, comic relief of some kind. Yeah. He doesn't really have much funny shit. Although he says, like, to Dolph Lundgren that, like, what was it? He needs to get a mattress? Oh, a yeah. model actress? Yes. Or, he, or, or is that That's what he's what dating? That's what he's always good. That's what he does. You always oh, go yeah. after those mattresses. He's like, what's a mattress? And I, when Dolph Lundgren says, like, do you not know what a mattress is? I thought Bill <laughs> Bellamy <laughs> said mattress. But why is this even clever to combine model and actress to be a mattress? Oh, it's not that clever is the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bill. I, I rip through mattresses like toilet paper. <laughs> well, Make a I left think... up here. <laughs> I think Bill Bellamy's line is something like, you're always sleeping with all those mattresses. And I thought he said mattress, and I was like, yeah. I sleep with a mattress every night, you fucking moron. I have for my whole life. I thought they were getting about? at, like, like he's like, ever since Katya, I've just been humping a mattress at night. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking these couch cushions. Her name is Sheila. <laughs> She's filled with straw. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. <laughs> oh, definitely stuff. Um, so then the FBI gets laid waste to. For, they're, they're interviewing a witness, and like they find out that like basically he's taught. Apparently, uh, Zugo has been like putting off his trial with all his fucking cheap lawyer moves. Oh, oh yeah. God! Yeah. 
I hate the justice system. And he's basically doing that. And in the interim, they're like, we need more evidence because this guy's lawyer is actually good. Um, and they're, like, they're, they're pissed that this guy has, like, decent legal representation. <laughs> it's, not, it's not insinuated that, like, there's any crooked dealings going on. No, it's just like, this guy's got a really good fucking lawyer. God damn it. Well, that's, a, that's SVU all over. It's, oh, he's going to lawyer up. This guy's going to go get fucking legal representation as opposed to get shot in the head. What an asshole. <laughs> yeah, so they're bummed that this man called someone using a phone number. So, But yeah, uh, apparently his brother, th- this guy that they're interviewing, his brother, uh, he gave his brother a, uh, a, a flash drive right. with the list of uh, people on the witness protection list. It's like the knock list for witness protection, I guess, is the idea. Yeah, it's like like who these people were and where they are now, what their current information is, so, new social security numbers, the whole thing. Uh, because Katya is there, and Katya is the lead witness, and if he kills Katya, he doesn't have to go to jail. And keep in mind, by the way, yeah. we keep talking about Katya uh-huh. through this whole movie. Yeah, she's the one that got away. Well, no, because you're like, right, at the beginning, during that porno motel raid... <laughs> There's like it's insinuated like she slaps him and she's like you didn't tell me you were FBI blah blah blah, uh, and he definitely like there's a, a moment where it's like oh he actually loved her like uh, come on Katya, <laughs> Wait, don't walk away uh, Katya ah uh, shit Katya come Katya well Katya didn't want to finish my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so uh, I could be on Leno Dolph. <laughs> Come on, Dolph! I can be in Kindergarten Cop too. I can do what Bill Bellamy does, Dolph. Oh no, fucking Gallagher as the as the, either the lead bad. Actually, no, Gallagher <laughs> as the villain in Kindergarten Cop too. You're like, what's this movie about? Yeah, that, totally. Is that, he kidnapping kids? <laughs> I thought no. He's gonna play catch ya. <laughs> Right? Come on, Dolph, let's make love. <laughs> oh, come on, Katya. <laughs> yeah, he leaves in the middle of the movie. Uh, what are you doing here? Uh, I'm Gallagher. I'm here to read for the role of Katya. Come on, you son of a bitch. <laughs> read your goddamn call sheet. It's time for Gallagher to audition to play Katya. Now, this watermelon represents my boyfriend, Zugo, <laughs> and the Albanian mafia. And now, this sledgehammer represents Dolph Lundgren, Kersplat. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's, that's your audition, huh, Gallagher? You know it is. <laughs> Better movies. Yeah. See you on set, you son of a bitch. Like, no. <laughs> How many callbacks has Gallagher's ever gotten? For Katya? Or just... <laughs> General, <laughs> general, uh, three hmm. over forty years. Yeah. Now I'm going to be in Kiss the Girls. It's Tony <laughs> Goldwyn's part. <laughs> I'm a collector. <laughs> now, Look at all wa- these water. <laughs> this watermelon represents Morgan Freeman's attempt to get me, and this sledgehammer <laughs> is my ingenuity in outfoiling him every step of the way. Curse splat. See on the set, Morgan Freeman. This watermelon over here represents Air Force One. And this sledgehammer represents my terrorist ingenuity to take it over. See you on set next week, Harrison Ford, you son of a bitch. Yeah, he's got no callbacks. No, just not so many callbacks. <laughs> I think that's how every audition goes is the problem. Yeah, he's, 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 switch oh, it he's up. really bringing watermelons into the audition. <laughs> 
He's actually doing that. <laughs> Who's going to clean this up? <laughs> I'm also here to audition for the role of janitor. I'll be cleaning up my own watermelons. <laughs> Times are tough for Gallagher. You know what? I, I'm just telling you, Ron Howard, you're going to want to wear a plastic jacket. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> you're in the splash zone now. Listen, Ron, you don't need Tom Hanks to come back for Inferno. Gallagher's got it covered. I can play Robert Langdon, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> this watermelon represents the Bible. And this sledgehammer represents a mystery I'm going to crack open in the Bible. Well, what do you mean you don't have a plastic jacket? <laughs> I got like 30 of them. <laughs> All right, David Lynch, sit down. Now, this watermelon represents Naomi Watts' sense of identity. And this sledgehammer is my sexuality. Slam. See you on the set on Mulholland Drive. Now, this watermelon represents John Merrick. And this sledgehammer is Elephantitis. He's going to play Elephantitis. He's going to play the elephant, Oh, I gotcha. I don't know. Oh. Or whatever disease he had, huh? Yeah, I don't know. It was something tragic. It was tragic. It was Where is terrible. this movie going? Oh, so then uh, he <laughs> basically uh, he gives his brother this list. His brother's a kindergarten teacher. And just as he realizes information, the FBI goes under siege, which would be national news. Like anyone. Ra- How do you oh, yeah. raid the FBI? It's outrageous. I mean, oh, this yeah. is it's a real assault on <laughs> Our system this as is a like whole. Bane, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, Dolph Lundgren, gonna get that flash drive. Stupendous. <laughs> oh, oh man, Bane is kindergarten cop. That's a movie. Ooh. Oh, he peed on me. <laughs> <laughs> Speak of the urine, and it appears. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now, Mr. Rocket just handed me this. 
Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks but if you were monitoring your spending with rocket money you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner so find out what all the fuss is about you know over 80 percent of people have subscriptions they forgot about like the stars app don't get me started you don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. Oh, whatever. <laughs> So, uh, Dolph Lundgren, uh, there's an action sequence, which isn't terrible. I do kind of like that the action in this movie is reminiscent to, like, the late 80s, early 90s. The action in this movie is pretty good. I'll tell you what the beef is, though. And for all you guys making, like, mid- to low-level action movies out there, you gotta figure out something with your budgets. Because CGI gun flares are terrible. Mm. They don't look good. They look like total trash. I'm looking at you, all of those Expendables movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's even worse in this scene because, like, the FBI, like, the building, like, their office building has the power cut, so everybody's in the dark. There's a red alert. It goes, burp, burp, I was waiting burp. for Worf to come in. <laughs> I was like, shit, if we ever needed hashtag we want Worf. <laughs> You would, I would love hashtag we want Wharf to infect this film. Oh, sure. We get to just have all the kids wearing that t shirt. <laughs> maybe the Klingon Empire wants that flash drive for some oh, reason. Yeah, maybe there's like some guy that like is in witness protection that uh, was from the Klingon Empire. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah it went deep into the Fed space. Oh, he's trying hide. to sell. The schematics for the Klingon Warbird cloaking device. Oh my dude. God! Could you imagine that in the hands of the Federation? <laughs> oh yeah, or Albanian mafia. <laughs> Either or, pretty nasty stuff. But with these gun <laughs> flares, man, <laughs> like a shitty old Cadillac that cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sort of nice. It's like yeah, yeah. it's like five to ten years old. Sure. These gun flares, though, like in the darkness, like it's just yellow animation on screen. It looks so bad. No, it's just, it's like double dare. I don't know, not double. But <laughs> whatever. It's not good. It's not uh, the the the, the, uh, the vending machine comes back here, though. Thank Dolph God. Lundgren uses this as, as a shield. Thankfully, no Doritos were harmed in the making of this film. <laughs> we do get a nice shot of a Dorito bag. Talking about getting hungry. But I, what I do, what I did very much appreciate is, I'm like, oh, am I going to see this vending machine get shot? Yep. Yeah. And I finally do. Yep. It's Thank also God. not bulletproof, by the way, right? Like, if you if I shot a vending machine, Eric, and go, you were behind it, you'd be dead. Yeah, I yeah. would be so dead. But, yeah. but I'd have 
a little bit of Dorita dust in me. <laughs> oh man, so maybe I the Dorita. Well, maybe the Dorita dust would cauterize the wound. Is the <laughs> right? thing? Yeah, get some cool ranch in there. <laughs> Ooh, that cool ranch it stings. Yeah, but it'll keep you alive till they can get you to the hospital. Uh, yeah, just an FYI, um, uh, just in case, I'm not going to make a will for a long time. But if I die before I make a will, yeah. this is a legal document that I'd like to be buried in a, in a large Doritos bag, like a Dorito taco. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. We'll get Sinbad on the line. Get a. <laughs> A large chips bag. See where he gets his made. There's no need to plan. <laughs> no need to plan your funeral just yet. I'll stop the bleeding by shoving this delicious Twix inside <laughs> your gunshot wound. It's a sacrifice for me to lose such a delicious Twix stick, but I'm gonna do it for you, I'm partner. Shove it in as hard as I can. I'm gonna break off a piece just to eat. <laughs> Because he does take the twist at the end of the scene, like you know, he beats all the guys, and like the yeah. the machine opens up. He's like, "I got my Twix." And you know, I mean, here's the thing: it's stupid, but it's not bad. It's the end of that sequence, and then it should be the end of Twix in this film. That's well, you're right there because you set it up. And then <laughs> you- Twix leaves the movie. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not like and starring Dolph Lundgren, Bill Bellamy, and Twix as himself. <laughs> I guess that would be as themselves. So, flash forward a little bit. Flash forward. <laughs> I can flash forward, Mark. <laughs> I can travel through Klingon space. <laughs> oh, dude, Gallagher's Q, maybe. Ooh, that's cool. All right, so listen. This watermelon represents <laughs> the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> And this sledgehammer represents my omnipotent, godlike ability to mess with Jean-Luc Picard. Splat! I can play Q. Ah, come on, Rick Berman. (laughs) Where you going? Oh, whatever. He, so, uh, it wasn't Gallagher. No, so, um... Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Um, oh no, they, they bring in all. The, so basically, this guy was a kindergarten teacher. The flash drive is somewhere there. They, for some reason, don't interview any teachers. They don't. They don't actually get a warrant. For no, it. they're the FBI. They can do whatever they want. Ladies Should they and have before? They will again. And here's the thing: um, kindergartens close at night. Yep. <laughs> the FBI could just toss the whole place and put it back together yep. later on. Yeah, like pretty it's much. Not, it, this is not. This this movie shouldn't happen. So you're saying the conceit of this film is a little flimsy. A little bit. Yeah. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe well, more than most we do. The weird thing that doesn't, like, it's kind of glossed over, and I don't know if they were like, shit, we got to cut this for time or what the deal is, but the guy that they have in custody that they're like, where's this flash drive, is the brother of the kindergarten teacher. Yes. Right. The kindergarten teacher is murdered by the mafia. Yeah. yeah. Brutal, in a, in like a car murdered. accident situation mm-hmm. that you don't see. And it's like alluded to. Oh, because it was cloaked. <laughs> <laughs> it's alluded to like way later in the movie. Like, oh, yeah. Now I just heard they killed his brother. And I'm like, wait, what? And it's like Lundgren is already like applying to be this teacher. But also, why are the children informed about their teacher's brutal murder? Everyone, they all the kids are like, "Oh yeah, he got murdered." Some of them though are like, "When's he coming back?" Which is kind of sad. That yeah. one girl's like, "He's decomposing." Yeah, the, well, that one that. girl, she gets pretty real. The first line of any kid in this movie obviously has to be, "My sister has a vagina." Which, if you're just joining us, is a somewhat of a catchphrase 
from the first film. Well, I mean, it's boys have penises, girls have vaginas. Right. right. You need a little boy to say the word vagina on screen. I don't care. I don't care how many Twix bars are in this movie. <laughs> a little boy has to say the word vagina, and it's going to be fucking adorable. It's going to be hilarious. And you get this kid who looks like Froggy from The Little Rascals. Yeah. This little nerd. He looks like a tiny six-year-old version of... um. Jonathan Lipnicki? (laughs) No, I was going to say John Hodgman. (laughs) Does he look like a little six-year-old John Hodgman? Uh, Yeah, maybe the glasses are good. Put an ironic mustache on this little kid? Oh, that would be, like, if they ever made, like, a Saturday Night Live-esque movie of John Hodgman, like, that would be John Hodgman in school. You know what I mean? You're exactly right. It's it's always funny when a a little baby plays an adult comedian. Speaking of Keep doing it, comedies. Please, I love seeing adults as babies. Speaking of... Uh, Sinbad, man, the first few minutes of house guests, Sinbad has a little kid. And it's just somebody, do- the little kid doing their routine. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and so, well, I don't know, whatever happens. Oh, so ba- basically, they're interviewing all the kids. Uh, there, So we have one little nerd kid, uh, the girl who's very morose about the death of the teacher. Right. Who uh, is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> and Bill Bellamy is the only one interviewing them for some reason. Like, uh, for so, uh, Lundgren's behind the glass. <laughs> well, because Bill Bellamy is like, you can't talk to kids. Like, uh, I have five kids. If we're going to do uh, this okay. harebrained interrogation montage, I guess I should be the one to talk to these kids. Uh, one kid's named Cowboy. And then another kid, uh, his name is Trip, is an Asian kid. Yeah. And this and is. I only say he's Asian because it doesn't mean anything. Except for some reason, they give him subtitles? It's ridiculous. Like, here's this kid who you can hear totally fine. Yep. And he's just got subtitles after everything he says. Get it? Hey, do you get it? Ew. Are you laughing yet? At kindergarten cop jokes? Oh, man, it's so weird. It's weird because, like, every other kid, all these kids are mumbling because little kids mumble. That's they do. They're all like, they're like little six year olds. They got like 12 teeth. (laughs) The fuck do you want? Between the, 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 all of them. (laughs) Between the whole class, there's 12 teeth. How many teeth do you have? (laughs) Bring your teeth up to my desk. (laughs) So uh, it's decided, the investigation goes nowhere, and it's decided. For some reason, again, it's a po- by the way, um, they don't tell the te- so it's decided that, and this is my favorite part of the movie is uh, Dolph Lundgren's going to pose as a kindergarten teacher, and you get the the really bad actor playing the chief does a really shitty double take. Oh, does he? I didn't yeah, notice it's it. It's like a what, what, what? It could have, oh, it could have like it was so bad it could have had a sound effect. <laughs> 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 I would love a, a smash cut of all the horrible double takes in cinema. <laughs> that oh, would, yeah. You know what? Someone get on that. I expect it on YouTube by the end of the year. I bet you there is one. There probably but already you, is one. You got yeah. to update it. <laughs> and add this to the mix. Get this yeah. guy on there. <laughs> I can do a double take, Mark. <laughs> so whatever. he uh, And for some reason, they don't tell this. Like, again, if, if, if it's so important that he has to go undercover, you pull the, the school administrator aside and be like, right. look, this is what's going on. It's going to be fine. But the, w- what we understand is this is a very prestigious kindergarten. This is where we're differentiating from the first movie. It's not just some regular schmegler kindergarten. Yeah, this one costs 50K a year, pal. Well, that's what I couldn't, because I haven't seen Kindergarten Cop in a dog's age, but <laughs> is the school administration in that movie aware of what Arnold's deal is? I feel like she is. I think principal might be yeah i mean it's been a while since i've seen that but uh 
better movie. Oh, oh well, much. yeah, it's a real movie. We, <laughs> it is a real movie. It does lag in the end, but yeah, but for starters, it's a real movie. Yes, a guy gets <laughs> bitten with a ferret and then gets shot in the heart. Like that's that's okay. <laughs> that, like you know what? That's a movie that I could watch. It's yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> and I mean, I guess the first movie is guilty of this too. But it's like I was watching this. I'm like, who is this for? Because yes. some parts it's way too adult yeah. for kids. Yeah. And then some parts it's way too fucking dumb for adults. Yeah, it's really weird in that way. I feel like like a parent can watch these movies with their kid, but like for certain scenes they just have to send the kid out of the room for a minute. Well, there's way too much like implied TNA, which is because it's not implied. Impl- well, there's no like actual there's there's, there's clothes. Is there's, yeah, there's, yeah no there's, nudity. No, there's no nudity. But there's so many women in right. pools throughout this entire like they keep going back to Zugo's house and like there's just ladies, like Zugo long likes shots on these ladies. It's <laughs> true to life. Zugo <laughs> likes pools. But it's like, I don't need in my kindergarten cop sequel cutting back to this dude's orgy pad. <laughs> and that's what's going on. I mean, honestly, the only thing they're missing yeah, is we like. We better check in on Zugo. Right. It's, been it's a like, because it's like babes. It's definitely like two ladies like swimming up, like, hey, let's play around kind of shit. And I'm like, okay. I, I imagine I have kids here, probably. But then, in, like, the only difference is instead of like Zugo doing cocaine <laughs> on the patio. <laughs> yeah. Zugo's like stuffing a fish with lemons. Wait, is that a euphemism? Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Is that is that a euphemism for doing coke? I'm gonna go in the bathroom and stuff a fish with well, lemons. No, maybe for something else. Oh know. yeah, but I don't know. I could do euphemisms, Mark. <laughs> I could stuff a fish with lemons. <laughs> I just did it in the car on the way over here. So I, I must have blinked and missed it, but he's cooking fish in this. He's huh? like it's. <laughs> He's like threatening some some lackey or whatever, yeah. and he's like putting lemons in a fish, and then he he does the old move of like the butcher knife down to cut the fish's uh-huh, head yeah. off, and he's like, put this on the grill or whatever. It would have been better if it was a sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pound out this expensive fish before I put it on the grill. Oh yeah, stupid <laughs> son of a bitch fish! I caught it myself. Oh Gallagher pounding out, man. Yeah. <laughs> So Dolph Lundgren, uh, the first day, uh, Bill Bellamy's at Dolph Lundgren's house for some reason. It's like, hey, man, I, I, I have kids. I got all these kids. Oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. I love kids. I'm great with kids. Why don't you wear this wire and I'll tell you what to say. Right. And like I'll, I'll guide you through the experience. Like, no, I could do this. I'm not afraid of kids. I can do whatever I want. I ain't afraid of nothing. <laughs> kids are just stupid little adults. It's all right. I'm the best. And he goes there, and it's a snooty prep school, and you realize very uh, 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 early on that liberalism has gone mad, you oh, guys. It just is wild. Run amok. What is with these libtards and their PC culture? I, Shit's I, gone crazy in Seattle, man. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's bonkers. So, I mean, it's, but it's like, it's that heightened thing of like, you know, it's a school that doesn't give letter marks. They probably grade with feelings. But and to like, be fair, it's kindergarten. Well, if you also don't it's shit kindergarten. your pants, you win the day. Uh, yeah, I guess it's because it's not like real school. It's yeah. kindergarten. You're right. If you can stay awake the whole time, that's also fantastic. But, but there's this idea of like, oh, there's teaching these kids all this just nonsense. You know, right? Like, that's going on. We've got a gag about like this little girl's like, "Will you please heat up my tofu?" Yeah, you know, this one uh, kid's like, uh, "I'm gluten free." 
That one I agree with. The gluten-free thing has become madness in this world. It's crazy. We all don't have fucking celiac disease, everybody. We don't? That's Somebody the does. thing. Which is what that's that's one. I thing. could have celiac disease, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> There's no gluten in a fucking watermelon. So, but that's the thing. Like, whatever to that, right? But that's fine. But there, a peanut allergy is a real fucking thing. Oh, sure. And, and in a school, it's a real like we've stopped doing that. No one can have peanuts, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, there's too many dead kids on there's our hands. too many dead kids. Dolph Lundgren's eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and there's this gag of like, oh, my God, he's got a peanut, and everyone goes crazy. Well, it's like someone was like, grenade! <laughs> I mean, like, it's exaggerated. It's a bit exaggerated. Yeah, well, it's also, you know, it's kids. They go crazy sometimes. Right. right. And so. this is like where we're really trying to reignite the magic from the first film, because mm-hmm. like... Remember right. all those great scenes of Arnold with like kids <laughs> hanging off him? Like, Shut up! Yeah. Shut like, up! Like that's what we do in this movie, but it's like Dolph and it's not as entertaining because like Arnold always has the great ability. He hasn't made like a family-ish movie in a really long time, but like he had that ability of like he can make the silly faces. Yep. It's funny. Dolph is just like so goddamn stone faced. I was like, he's gonna break one of their little necks. Well, he's got like three muscles left in his face, so I mean that's gonna be difficult. <laughs> There's that scene where he's reading that uh, the the rain the rainbow bird. Book. Oh yeah, he's getting furious. That's when he really starts yelling at these kids that like don't believe these liberal lies. Yeah, that's one of the or things he, he does he says say. PC bullshit or something. Yeah, <laughs> because it's it's a, it's a story about like a, a rainbow bird giving its feathers to all these other different birds. He's like, this is liberal PC bullshit. Oh right, because that's what it is. It's like he's basically saying like. If you're good at something, don't share it with people. Like, keep it for yourself yeah. and make yourself even and more never, great. Never apologize for being better than other people. Right. Which, Kick them know. in the throat. <laughs> I won't apologize for being better about something if I ever find out what that might be. <laughs> if I ever accidentally stumble on something I'm better at than other people, yeah, I'm going to keep that to myself. My favorite part of this mo- movie is it's, it's actually it's a, it's a fine little book. It's a little kid's book. It's probably fake. But, like, it's... It's Dolph Lundgren getting steamed while reading it. He's like, and then the bird, I can't believe it, the bird gives his red feather to the stork because it doesn't have any red feathers. Oh, don't, don't you do it, you bird. Oh, my God. He, like, flips his oh, Hang on a second. Oh, I don't believe this. I don't think, is the gag, like, he doesn't finish the book? He slams it closed and, like, because he's had enough? No, he does get through it. He's like, yeah, and then that's because of all the, that's everything's wonderful. And I'm, no, listen, you kids. It's like, oh, Jesus. We really, little butt fucking gaggle of pussies. We, like, moved on to another book. We're going to read the Berenstain Bears. <laughs> what? Why is Mama Bear baking a pie for the neighbors? <laughs> You don't share food with anybody. I don't care who they are. Oh, you, you better not share those green eggs and ham. I swear to God. It's just, oh, my God. He's going to do it. No, don't do it on a boat. I swear. This, get off that boat, bro. This fucking liberal Yertle the turtle. <laughs> Yertle, huh? Sounds Jewish to me. I mean, it's, it's all in play. You shouldn't use the word liberal in kindergarten, you know, or well, conservative either. Just keep keep politics out of the classroom, folks. You know what? How about let's just let kids be kids. Let's Little be- six-year-olds, they're going to eat their lunch. They're going to pee their pants. They're going to have nap time. Mm-hmm. 
you know, all the things that a fake schooling situation like kindergarten. Well, yeah. I guess you could, like learn to read in kindergarten. Yeah, a little bit uh, here and there. I think you play with trucks. <laughs> Uh, right? He gets peed on at this point, right? That's the gag? Like, Which that's... I wanted to say, I think one of us called it. Remember when we made the predictions oh, right. at the end of oh, uh, Highlander 2? Oh, yeah. I think, I think maybe you did that. Right? Somebody said something about he's getting peed on, I, I think. said I said he'd get hit in the nuts twice. That did not happen, although there's great nut trauma later in the film. There is, there, great, there is some. Just... Let, let me tell you, some grade A nut trauma in this movie. And actually, in, in, in this scene we're referring to, this is another scene where the kids go crazy, right? Because It happens gives, like three times. He gives them... Uh, Milk chocolate. Like, yeah, like real chocolate cookies. Well, and, and that's like, the, oh, does that have cacao and like whatever? You which know, like, that, I mean, man, those are some dumb kids. <laughs> but kids no. that insist on high percentage of cacao versus like some just good old-fashioned delicious milk chocolate... I don't know what you're talking about, little kid. Come on. Sounds like Eat that goddamn yeah. Twix bar. Then you'll know. Someone's, uh, someone's parents are liberal professors. <laughs> but in this sequence, not only does he get pissed on. Yeah. Now, this is... I, I, like, I like this. This is great. I can get pissed on, Mark. <laughs> Got some tapes at home I can show you, Mark. <laughs> there is a kid, and he's like, he's like got like a bucket on his head, and he's peeing into another bucket. He's just like pissing. In oh, the yeah, of there's the totally public urination in this scene. And that was great. That was like pretty punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of pissed off, though, no pissed. pun intended, that uh, it was into a bucket. That kid should have been peeing into a plant. Yeah, yeah that's get me a move. potted plant. Let it soak into the floor, <laughs> or, or that. Yeah. By the way, uh, the, uh, the space we're in, by the way, is just totally a public library in in Canada that they just turned into a preschool. Like, there's yep. there's no two ways about it. Oh yeah, it's like I mean they they get by with it because it is supposed to be this like fifty thousand dollar a year private kindergarten. Yep. So it's like okay, you know, maybe every classroom is this expansive open air whatever. No, this is a children's reading room at a public library. <laughs> yep. Don't don't worry about that. Very good observation. Yeah, without question. Um but so he get uh, he gets peed on. I, I think Arnold gets peed on in the first movies, right? So he gets taken to the bathroom or something and he's like I, I see, don't know how to do it. No, yeah, it's it's I think it's classier because he's like he goes to get the the other kindergarten teacher to escort, or like the first grade teacher in the first movie, or whatever it is, yeah, to escort the girl to the bathroom to go to the yes. bathroom. It's not like he just got drenched in piss. <laughs> but man, I mean, this talk about memories if, playing with you, yeah, though. I had a distinct serves. memory of Arnold, and again, I haven't seen this movie. Like we're talking pre Y two K. Oh wow! Like Arnold holding up a kid, and you see the pee stream like hitting him. Is that not true? Is, he, he, is he, that Junior? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that happens. No, is that Danny DeVito, do you think, in Twins? He's holding <laughs> up. Dancing on you. <laughs> like Danny. a hop from hell. <laughs> why, why is my twin peeing on me? Is his pee also my pee? That's the question. Is our pee the same? Does not taste like my pee. <laughs> oh, mercy. We're both doctors for some reason. Let's run some <laughs> tests on the pee. Um, oh, wait, am I in Junior or Twins? Man, if Junior became, like, an unofficial sequel to Twins, how cool it. would that be? I'm having a baby now. <laughs> and it's just, like, an incestuous twin and twin baby. Oh, oh yeah. weird. That's like a David Cronenberg movie. Oh, hey, yeah. Junior, as directed by David Cronenberg, now we got a movie on our hands. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito actually having a baby together? That thing would come out of an egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, without question. <laughs> It's hatching, Donnie. It's hatching. Oh, no. At, at the Get end in of, here. 
at the end of the movie, uh, Danny DeVito is like, well, Arnold, where are you? And he's just that lady from The Brood. Oh, God. <laughs> just Arnold. Look at all my little anger babies that fell off my own body. <laughs> yes, this is also confusing. <laughs> Oliver Reed, R.I.P. <laughs> Um, whatever. Uh, but- oh, we should mention also, so there's a second kindergarten teacher who's like the sexy love interest. Megan Mox, as I like to call this lady. She looks like Megan Fox. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, well, that's an interesting name. I know is she's a Veronica- Canadian actress. Is this Fiona Vroom? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, that is a, that a is an actress's name. What is happening movie. right now? No, is, this, is this is this Mad Libs? No. So the this, <laughs> this actress, I believe, is Darla Taylor. Okay, but oh, I think I think Katya might be Fiona Vroom on IMDb. No, the, Michelle is Fiona Vroom. Oh, weird. But then Katya is Rebecca Olson, according to the IMDb Tribune. That's strange. Yeah, I don't know who the hell Michelle is. Is she supposed to be the principal? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, but then there's also a woman playing Miss Sinclair, whose name is Sarah Strange. Oh, my God. That's a pretty cool name. Maybe she's related to Doctor Strange. (laughs) Hi, I'm an American man named Doctor Strange. (laughs) No, Sarah Strange (laughs) is the principal in this movie. So, yeah, I don't know who this amazingly named Fiona Vroom is. I don't know what the Michelle character is about. I don't care about chakras and whatever else you Americans, I mean us Americans, like. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're prejudging that performance. No, no. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's just a, It's just, so. it's surprising. Yeah. <laughs> it is that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so there's this other, this second teacher, this Olivia, I think the character's name is, yeah. Um. And it's like, Oh, Hachi Machi, look at this coworker of mine. Maybe I should have been a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> and he's like instantly like, yeah, I'm probably going to ask this girl out. <laughs> I know I'm undercover and that's highly irregular and I'm really trying to stop the murder of at least one woman who I was in love with and also the and also blowing the cover of thousands of innocent witnesses. <laughs> well, that's what's insane is he hasn't learned his lesson from the Katya incident. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm ready to fall in love undercover all over again. <laughs> no. Oh, no, I'm in too deep. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, he asks her out, and like for some reason, both Bill Bellamy and his boss are like, hey, you going to fuck that lady? And I'm like, what are we talking about right because now? Because I think he's got this track record uh, that we only sort of hear about. Okay. Like from Bill Bellamy's uh-huh. like one throwaway line about like you go through them like toilet paper yeah. or whatever it is. Maybe he was in like in this universe is cruising. <laughs> oh, he went like and got cu- too deep. Yeah, yeah it's entirely exactly, possible. Yeah. So he's got like this whole, yeah. This whole other backstory. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, Bill Valley's like, remember you, you were gay two years ago when we were on that? <laughs> yeah, Kept but, running around yelling hips or lips at me. Yeah, but that was just to kill another gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- you know, that movie's problematic at best. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. <laughs> um, so he's like, oh, no, I have to. I'm going to get information out of her and find out where this flash drive is. This fucking flash drive, man. You know the thing about a MacGuffin? A MacGuffin, mm-hmm. which for those of you who don't know, that's a term that Hitchcock coined. God, about, gather like, around, everyone. Crisscross <laughs> applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, the thing everybody wants in the movie, but it doesn't matter. Sure. You know, uh, so the MacGuffin should just be like kind of mentioned here and there. 
we are talking about this flash drive in every scene of this movie. Well, he even says in, the, in his first day, he's like, all right, I know uh, it's technology day, and now it's uh, flash drive time. And it's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you ever see a flash drive? <laughs> Which, again, to Eric's point, kindergarten is over at 3.15 p.m. <laughs> like, just yeah. get... Like, this movie is pointless. Like, mm-hmm. what, what... Again... Pre-Y2K. Sure. What is Arnold's motivation for going undercover? I really don't remember that. I, I read the Wikipedia thing. Oh, so you'd be better to answer. But isn't it like he's looking for who the father is? It's like it's related to some kid's father. Right? Yeah, well, basically he's tracking some drug... De- I've seen Kindergarten Cop, by the way, 150 times. Really? He, yeah, I don't know why. Right. Uh, he, Nothing wrong with that. He uh, is looking for... Uh, there's this drug dealer in the beginning whose name is Crisp. Uh, by the way, uh, and he gets arrested, and he uh, he needs to find the mother as a as a potential witness. Oh. So, he, but he doesn't know because they changed their name. So he goes to kindergarten to find out who the like he he knows that the hence the, the who is your daddy and what does he do? Precise. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, uh, so, so that's like a reason you need to be embedded in this school with these students, right? And sort of. And there was actually a um, another cop that was supposed to do it. His yes. partner that got sick. The and lady cop, yeah. So it's, yeah. Well, that makes more sense, too. That's a uh, little Deus Ex Coldia. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Um, but so that's fine. But this movie, it makes no sense. Just go in, say, listen, we're the FBI. Yep. <laughs> we need to find this flash drive. Let's get looking. There's also um, another callback from the first movie, and this is a weird subplot, is. This little girl's getting abused. Oh, um, right. Because in the first movie... Great this, subplot. <laughs> this little kid, this little boy is getting abused, and like actually they show bruises, yeah, and which is a bit much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, Again, who is this for? And then Arnold beats the shit out of him, which is whatever, you know what I mean? Which You're is like, great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I was waiting for that, because that was one of the parts of the first movie I remembered. Exactly. And I was like, oh, come on. He's going to beat up that alcoholic dad that's hitting this kid. But there's this weird line where Bill Bellamy's like, he's like, hey, Bill Bellamy, uh, Tanya's really upset. Why don't you look into her dad for me? And Bill Bellamy's like, yeah, well, I checked his credit cards and surveillance and blah, blah, blah. And like, he's been drinking during the day. I'm like, dude, this is a civil liberties nightmare, Bill Bellamy. <laughs> it is. This is a, it was a Patriot Act, I guess. He could, he could go through all of his charges. Well, you want to talk about weird subplots. Bill Bellamy's kind of a hacker in this movie. Yeah. Like, he's got bios on all these little kids. Yeah, he knows everybody. And, the, and he keeps being like, hey, how do you know this? He's like, don't worry, man. And I'm like, oh, yikes. No reason. <laughs> <laughs> but to your point now, I mean, it, it plays out like this. Like, yeah, she's got, she, she's like either, like she's really sullen and sad. And like, he's like, oh, I think something's going on. And the, the dad grabs her really hard at one scene. It's like a, you know, get in the car. We got to go kind of a deal. But apparently like he lost his ad sales job from the L, from the Seattle Times or whatever the flying fuck. He's just like unemployed and he can't find work. So he's like drinking and abusing his family or and whatever. And it's insane because the Dolph language is like, yeah, I'll, uh. I'll ask around, help you get a new job. <laughs> that solves that problem. It's so the opposite of beating the shit out of that and dude. And he's just like, oh, you you do that for, for me? <laughs> what I love is the next time we see this dad, which is at the very end of the movie when, like, you know, the dust has settled. He's got a top hat. <laughs> scepter. <laughs> he's wearing a business suit. Like, oh! he's back in the game already. And, and he doesn't say anything at all, but you just have to understand business suit yeah. equal employee. Exactly. I got, I, I got you an ad sales job. 
the only trick is you're undercover, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you got a fake name. It's actually supposed to be me. It's supposed to be my next case, but it's got a good paycheck. But how does he not clock this guy and everyone cheer? That's the whole thing, well, right? He, like, he dances around it so much. If you're not going to beat the shit out of him, like, fine, I understand that. You're not just going to, like, beat a man on the front lawn of the school, but be, like, get in his face, get all Dolph Lundgren on him, and yeah. be like, you fucking touch this girl again. I'm going to knock your goddamn teeth down your throat so far they're going to shoot out your See? asshole like a BB gun. <laughs> Ooh, that's also a David Cronenberg movie. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, they can't do that because this ain't your mama's kindergarten cop. Uh-huh, this yeah. is PC culture oh. kindergarten cop. But if he's the character that's against PC culture, he should be the dude threatening knock teeth out assholes. No, well, he can't undermine the message of the movie that sharing is caring and <laughs> being nice to people and golden rules. Oh, that's true. <laughs> instead of golden showers. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's got both. <laughs> Can we talk about the fat weirdo in this movie? Oh, yeah, that guy's a creep. <laughs> I this love guy, this Hal. Yeah. Man, this guy looks like a melting Paul Giamatti. <laughs> He's like the he's like a Best Buy Geek Squad technician that sort of works at the school for some reason. Well, he's, he teaches computers, and that's a question shouldn't, mark. Well, yeah, also, but like, shouldn't it's he a question be? mark because why should he be around kids, or should he be around <laughs> kids? Also, shouldn't he be leading Technology Day? Yeah. <laughs> and also, shouldn't be this? This should be our suspect number one, right? This, this guy knows a flash drive. This guy. Should turn out to be like wrapped up in Zugo yeah, or whatever. This guy it is. needs to have computer monitors thrown at him by <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Instead, what we have is this dude is like the, his first interaction with Dolph is like he gets his phone number and yeah. he's trying. He's like, "I'll text you later." I work in this school with all these miserable women. Finally, there's a dude here that I can bro out with or whatever. Which doesn't make sense because he's replacing a man, but whatever. That's the other thing. Also, a great blur, uh, blunder is this woman says, nice to meet you twice to him. His love interest, like a two scenes, like, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. Sorry. Uh, but then, like, the second scene is he's like, he realizes when Dolph, like, makes a date with this dude. Or, uh, with the, with <laughs> well, that, that's from the under, other other recovery. Yeah, all right. That's yeah. That's uh, that's when Dolph is getting in too deep. Uh, well, you know, like he makes the date with the lady, <clears throat> and then this guy Hal's like, uh, "Yeah, just so you know, um, I still want to be best friends with you and all, but uh, I called dibs on her." And you're just like, oh, man. First of all, that's shitty. Second, you don't have a snowball's chance in hell against Dolph Lundgren, buddy. Nobody does. No. <laughs> that's the problem. So this love plot kind of meanders along. They like, have a great first date. They do have a great first date. He's, <laughs> he's grilling steaks and turning records, man. <sighs> what a life. What a and life. This Clean wants, water. This lady wants to ball his brains out. Oh, without question. Uh-huh, yeah. And he's just like, uh, let's go square dancing for no reason. Because when you don't want to have sexual intercourse, <laughs> it's best to ice that shit down with some sweaty square dancing. It's just weird seeing Dolph Lundgren try to be like... A person? It, well, not only a, not only a person... <laughs> But a person that's into like country western music, yeah, right. Well, they're if like you recall, really jiving out at this fucking. <laughs> it's a real honky tonk, man. This band, dude. Oh yeah, oh dude. it's it's a real fart hammer band. This, <laughs> uh, by the way, the fart rock throughout this movie. Oh. Woof. But uh, no, the line which it gets them into the square dancing because she is like 
ready <laughs> to go with yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Uh-huh. I mean, we all are. Yeah, absolutely. And then he, she's like, you know, oh, um, you know, you're in such good shape or something like that. And I, then I cut to Wikipedia. He's 58 years old. She's no more than like 26. It's yep. disgusting. And he's like, oh, yeah, I am in shape. Do you want to see how I stay in shape? And I was like, cut to fucking. Cut to fucking. (laughs) That is how I stay in shape. I am constantly fucking. This is a kindergarten movie. I know, but it doesn't want to be all the time. That's the problem. Kindergarten doesn't want to be kindergarten often. Well, and this, this other, you know, this actress's character, she's like, you know, sometimes I like being a kindergarten teacher, but sometimes I like drinking a bunch of wine, eating steaks, and fucking. Yep. And, you know, you can't be a kindergarten teacher all the time, but then his line <laughs> is like, do you want to know how I stay in shape? And I was like, here we go. Cut to honky-tonk dancing. Thanks. Thanks a lot, <laughs> three-name director and your <laughs> stupid movie nobody asked for. Uh, th- then, uh, when, did, why, when and why... Oh, no, Hal tries to scam him. He's like, oh... He brought a taser into the school. And I guess Hal had a taser. Is that the idea? Because clearly this dude is one of those dudes where you get back to his basement and there's like swords and guns and weird posters all over the place. <laughs> He's like, oh, Dolph Lundgren brought a taser to school. I can't bring a taser to school, Mark. And like, <laughs> and the, the principal's about to expel him. And he's like, no. Uh, he's fire him, actually. Fi- <laughs> yeah, you did get fired. Uh, and he's like, no, it was, it was Hal. And she's like, oh, okay, I believe you. And then... Somehow in this scene, Hal gets his nuts zapped. Well, it's great on several levels. It is amazing. Dolph actually has an awesome line right here because she's like, do you know what this is? Because like people in these lines of work, like when you just deal with kids all the time, you also talk to adults like kids. That's a thing I can't stand. Yikes. And she's like, so do you know what this is? And he's like, yeah. uh," And he gives like the exact model of this taser. Sure. And, you know, then it's like, yeah, I found it in his drawer or whatever. And he's like, that's not mine. I clearly don't need a taser to defend myself. And I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Take that, Hal, you fat piece of shit. (laughs) And then the woman is just like, okay, I believe you. Here, Hal, take your taser out of here. And I guess, like, she squeezes the trigger while giving it back to this dude because he just starts getting zapped in the dick. Yeah, man, those spikes oh. burrow into them. Nuts. <laughs> oh, God. man, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. And it goes on for a while. And on and on and on. <laughs> and she's trying to do like a, oh, I don't know how to turn this off. And she like the ups the yeah. amperage or whatever. Dude, best scene in the movie. You know what it needs, though? If we're having like shitty CGI gun flares, I need shitty CGI taser smoke. Oh, I yeah, want these yeah. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I dude. wanted to just keep going, man, until like this dude's like puking blood somehow. <laughs> I mean, you he would... burst into flames. I mean, the amount of time <laughs> cargo shorts go up. <laughs> the amount of time that this guy's balls are zapped, he would puke blood. Like that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be amazing. And then Dolph could be like, "Where's that flash drive?" <laughs> hey, now that you almost well, this does have my only legitimate laugh of the movie. Because it, it's, it's a really lowbrow laugh. I'm not going to You know, laugh. it happens to the best of us, Steve. Don't feel bad. Uh, so it's after, right? <laughs> wait, I, I was, wait, you weren't laughing hysterically during the nut zap? I was smirking and ready to laugh. So oh, okay. like my facade was was, uh-huh. was, was wavering here a little hey, bit. Hey, Steve, what'd you think of my act tonight? I was smirking and ready to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> but, I am the, the comedian that goes on stage and zaps my own testicles. <laughs> 
screws out my testicles, Mark. I got tape of that too. Uh, but no. Uh, and after that, the teacher smell the principal smells and he goes, "Did you shit your pants?" And that was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't see it coming, and I was hooting and hollering. That I mean, uh, it is, and it's a good great. delivery too. Yeah, but uh, you know, I smoked. He yeah. does, you know what's kind of great <laughs> though? You were ready to laugh. <laughs> this how he's got a, a little moment of physical comedy here because he does the like he holds up like his thumb and his forefinger like oh, yeah. just a little bit, but then he makes the gap between <laughs> the thumb and forefinger bigger. I was like, yeah, that's more shit than you were willing to let on. So uh, when we're getting close to the end here, Zuko has got a Mickey Mouse mafia. He's got two big hen- time. He's got two henchmen. They have approached Dolph Lundgren early in the movie, and they're like, give us the flash drive, Dolph Lundgren, I'm gonna, or I'm going to shoot you in this public place. And Dolph Lundgren, as an FBI agent just being threatened, he beats them up and leaves them on the side of the road. I'm like, dude, you got to arrest them. Make Sweat that arrest. these guys. Yep, exactly. Like, there's a food truck right there that you just got coffee from, guaranteed. There's a security camera on it. They got the whole thing on tape. And, like, where is Bill Bellamy? Where's other people? Where's anyone? Where is anyone? Yes, a great question that we've asked before on this the show. The finger thing means the money, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> But I want to quickly mention one scene before it gets away from us here. Yeah. There, there's a scene where uh, Dolph Lundgren is auctioned as a suitor. <sighs> Out and of nowhere. Do, where are we do you doing know this? Where are we... And, where are we getting this from? This is this is fucking word. This is basically word for word from Groundhog Day. <laughs> you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they like he gets up there. Everyone's bidding on him. He's like the most eligible man in town. Right. There's even a dude that's doing it, which I right. think is also in Groundhog Day. Is it not? Is there a dude? I who's think, bidding on I think him? it's old ladies instead. Yeah. Oh, oh, right, we, were, right, we right, weren't right. ready for a dude to bid on a man yet. Yeah, that's true. Too early for homosexual. Homosexuality didn't exist in case you were wondering until 1999. Oh, that's, that's when they got the patent on that. Yeah. They figured out how to make homosexuality in the in the year 1999. But you know, it, it, down to like um, what's her name, Olivia, the other kindergarten teacher. It yeah. does this like like. Well, I'm going to outbid everyone with this outrageously high number, just like Andy McDowell exactly. does. Oh, you're right. The wow. Only thing it's missing, and I wonder if it's on the cutting room floor. I say we go looking. The ghost of Harold <laughs> Ramis. <laughs> well, maybe, but. <laughs> You know, in the Christopher El- in the Chris Chris Elliott role, right. you get Fat Hal up there getting no bids. Oh, right? yeah, right. That's the, quick, the quick loser joke. Instead, it, Hal is standing like in the back, like because he also yeah. bids because he wants to like hang out with him, doesn't he? I no, don't, he's, I don't think he's, Hal's he's, not in that scene. No, it's just it's it's just the, it's just the guy. It's who's the bidding. one-off gay character that comes out of nowhere and is like, "Goodbye, movie." Is like, yeah, what? he's got some weird line too, where he's like. You know, and he's doing like this, like he's screaming the whole time and he's like, I've got $800 and a sensible method to lose weight is like the line. Yeah. And I'm like, what is the joke? I was actually surprised <laughs> and uh, applauding that like Dolph Lundgren doesn't throw up. You know what I mean? Because Dolph Lundgren's a, fine with it. That's his laughing. character. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. he's like, oh, this fucking liberal PC piece of shit. Yeah. He, I'm surprised he didn't jump off stage and punch this man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's weird, though, because in that same scene, and it's another thing that he doesn't react to that way, is the principal's like, okay, everybody can start bidding. Women, men, intergender, whoever, get up there. And I was like, oh, he's going to fucking spit on that person. <laughs> but he's just like, he's like having fun with it. And he's like in, you know, yeah, yeah. he doesn't have a problem with anything. And I'm like, well, this is out of character for this, this gruff cop. This scene comes out of nowhere. It's not even. It's an unexplained. It's it's a it's a deleted scene that's in the movie because there's no like 
I'll oh. see you tonight at the auction yeah, or the any event. charity just, event. It just happens and it goes. And you, I don't, I don't even know if we see that date. You know what you need to do? You need to make a casino night. It's always easy to do it. Oh, here yep, comes yep. casino oh, night. Oh, yeah, we're raising money with casino night. He's got to get like a tux on. Sure. Well, no, Fat Hal's wearing a tuxedo t-shirt. That's how you get him in that scene. <laughs> well, you just want Fat Hal in all those scenes. <laughs> I do. They can't promote gambling with these students. That's true. And, yeah. you know, but also, we can promote like auctioning off dates. Uh, the kids aren't well, there. This it doesn't is a matter. premium hunk of man meat. <laughs> you got to make exceptions. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. The movie the movie's uh not very good. <laughs> so at the end of the movie, yeah, I, what happened? Bill Bellamy like cracks something. Well, what? they come in like Bill Bellamy basically blows the cover because he comes in the, the it's weird because Dolph's class and Dolph's class alone goes on a field trip with Fat Hal. Yeah. And that's the end of that. And I was like, well, that's like that Andrew McCarthy TV show no one's watching but Steve. <laughs> the Family on ABC. <laughs> but that makes no sense. But it's like, let's get that class out. And then Dolph's like, oh, the mafia. Oh, that's what it is. Bill Bellamy is outside doing surveillance in a van. And the mafia knocks on the door like, excuse me, FBI? And he opens the door like, yeah, what do you want? And they steal his van and Bill Bellamy has to take an Uber to the school. There's an Uber joke in this movie. Yeah. I thought the thing was like Bill Bellamy is going to get kidnapped by this cutthroat mafia. Yeah, that would have been something. That, like, and that would also make sense. Sure, it would make sense. Why would you let this guy go? No. I, I, like when they cut to Bill Bellamy making the phone call in the car, I was like, oh, the mafia kidnapped him. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm in an Uber. I'm on my way to you. Be there in a few minutes. Also, I was mugged and they stole the FBI surveillance van. <laughs> oh, wait, should I wait? Should I have called the office and got other people to come? Oh, wait. I... Well, it's like this is the second time in this movie that the Seattle division of the Federal Bureau of Investigation has been duped by these mafioso. <sighs> man, this is what happens when you get Agent Dale Cooper trapped in Bob for all these years. <laughs> That's actually very true. I mean, right? the place has gone to shit. Look yeah. at it. Just look at it. Pacific Northwest used to have been uh, used to be a great FBI outfit. <laughs> totally. Ran like clockwork it yeah. did. Let's get to the end of this. So the, uh basically they figure out there's been this guinea pig the whole time. Oh, it's in the guinea It's Oh no, it's not the guinea pig. That's right. The guinea pig. So the dead teacher. Man, and here's the thing. Mm. This movie is stupid. way more complicated. Well, it's stupid. It's way more complicated than it has any business being. There's a guinea pig in the class. The dead teacher taught the students a poem about the guinea pig. It turns out that that poem is also an acrostic that spells out time capsule, saying that this flash drive is in a time capsule that this class is going to bury in a sculpture garden on their field trip with weird fat Hal that they just went That's on. happening right now! <laughs> exactly right. So that's That was Eric's impression of Bill Bellamy in this movie. <laughs> Bill Bellamy's yeah. parlor scene. Like, him and Dolph Lundgren, like, figure this out on a chalkboard. It takes a while, too. It's like yeah. the Enigma machine. <laughs> S S oh a a Heil Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> so um uh, uh Lundgren uh, at this point the uh, Zugo comes to the school he ta- he raids the school the Zugo the Zugo the Zugos uh, <laughs> that would be his wrestling name <laughs> I am the Zugo the Zugo he's, he's like we're going on a field trip and he's like he tells his henchmen to kill uh, to kill Bill Bellamy 
Bill Bellamy gets saved by the principal with a baseball bat, which is a reference to the first movie right. where the other partner hits the mother with a baseball bat. What doesn't happen in that first movie, though, is then this principal in this new movie starts going to town on this dude's nuts. Wow, so there, there's two instances of ball trauma. Yep. You were right. You were absolutely right. I had the victim wrong, but I had the <laughs> balls right. Yeah, two ball traumas, just two different dudes, neither of whom are Dolph Lundgren is right. the problem. And no you selfies. know what? I'll, I'll count it. Oh, you got to count it. Yeah. What was the other uh, prediction? I, mine was the word selfie, selfie would yeah. be used, but that didn't happen. Oh, damn it. That, you, I really thought it was... It was close. <laughs> I, bet, I bet it's on the cutting room floor. <laughs> um, Guys, I have some bad news. Turns out, due to the running time, we have to cut the selfie scene. No! <laughs> <laughs> but that's Gallagher's big scene. We can't... <laughs> Hello? <laughs> they what? <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. This, this watermelon represents my heart. <laughs> and this sledgehammer is the goddamn son of a bitch editor of Kindergarten Cop 2. Slam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas to you too, Dolph. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. I appre- I do appreciate you calling me. You didn't have to. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I did everything I could, Gallagher. <laughs> I fought them. <laughs> I, fought I fought for that scene. Day in and day out, I fought for that. Gallagher, just remember, you are brilliant. <laughs> you are my favorite comedian of all time. And don't let anyone tell you that you blow chunks, even though you, <laughs> even though you do do you, you kind of blow chunks in your act. <laughs> They're watermelon chunks. It's a, it's a hilarious gag. It's a pineapple. I really appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Have you have you ever have you have you ever considered a pineapple? <laughs> Thank you, Dolph. I, 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 I'm choking up here a little bit. I, uh, I did try a pineapple once. Too many people got hurt, though. No, no one's appreciated me since 1989. I gotta go, Dolph. <laughs> I got family over. Yeah, that's right. There's family. Here. You know, I was just like you once. I know what that feels like. Not being appreciated since 1989. I know what that's like. I, I feel you, brother. This watermelon is my self-esteem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll put in a good word to you with Sly for Expendables 4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, and Gallagher? Dude, if he played... That would be like, amazing. Like, here's what you do. You write Expendables 4, it's going to be fucking terrible anyway. You cast Gallagher as the villain, and yeah. you just go, Hey, Gallagher, yeah. we're not going to put paint on you. We're not going to refer to you as such. But listen, Gallagher, essentially you are just the Joker. Yeah, and then you just get Gallagher to play the Joker in Expendables 4. And then, Fuck yeah. And then he uses a sledgehammer on Stone Cold Steve Austin's head. Yeah. And that's the... Like, how has Gallagher never crushed a man's skull on screen? <sighs> that, that yes. Is, that is the question. You make, like, oh, he could have been, like, the villain in Spy Hard. Like, you want yeah, to parody, like, Bond movies and sure. stuff? Yeah. He's, you know, Sledge-O, the villain. Leslie sure. Nielsen's, like... Trying to like save his partners. Joe. That was <laughs> uh, unfortunately that was for Spy Hard Two, and there never was one. And oh, uh, left oh, on yeah, the cutting because like, uh, cut uh, Spy floor. Hard One was the worst thing ever, <laughs> so they decided not to make another one. <laughs> and Dolph Lundgren called him. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Gallagher. They they, uh, <laughs> they 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 cut Spy Hard Two. He really Dolph Lundgren was going to replace Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> Yo, his grandson. We can't get this project off the ground. I don't know what's going to happen, Gallagher. Our twins movie was canceled. 
We are. We were trying to redo. Um, what was that Leslie Nielsen Dracula movie? <laughs> Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yeah, that's right, Gallagher. <laughs> and, you know what? I'm gonna pull some strings. Make you my Renfield. <laughs> He'd be a good Renfield. Sure. That would work. So we're at this sculpture garden. Good in quotes. Yeah. There's a big fight. I mean, like, whatever happens. Dolph Lundgren kind of chokeslams this dude in a river. Well, the Trojan horse gag... Here's my question, because it's actually important. Uh, at, at, at the, when, when they get to the sculpture garden, it's like, all right, kids, you better get out of here. You know, make like Odysseus and leave, or something like that, right? Oh, is that what he does? Because I was trying to figure out for the life oh, of yeah, me how yeah. these kids knew to enact this plan. And he basically puts these kids in danger. Yeah, it's like, hey, kids, hey, kids, fight the mafia for me. <laughs> this is insane. They just attack them with branches and shit. Yes. Um, at least five dead kids, right? Yeah, now. you can oh, get... sure, without question. This guy's got a gun drawn, and you're telling me he can't shoot a kid? <laughs> this guy's supposed to be hardcore Albanian mafia. Yeah, man. I've Come seen on. They sell kids into sexual slavery. I've <laughs> s- I saw those Taken movies, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I can do what Liam Neeson does. Gonna tie in a chair and splat watermelons all over you. Why wouldn't you hit me with the hammer? No, 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 you'll see. <laughs> you don't know what the watermelon represents yet. You know, once you see that, now we're gonna talk about something. My bits are all analogies. You'll see. <laughs> well, you, it might be more effective torture. <laughs> You're sitting, not wrong. Sitting through Gallagher, yeah. Hey, well, actually, here's the question. Do I have a plastic coat or do I not have a plastic coat? <laughs> <laughs> What's my plastic coat situation? Well, because he really wants to mess with you, so you don't have a plastic oh, coat. Wow, he specifically not... <laughs> takes it off of you. Dude, that's, I mean, <clears throat> these, these, these boneheads in Washington, you know. <laughs> They wanted to get answers out of these fellas in Abu Ghraib. Oh, yeah. Send Gallagher over there, do some fucking material. They'll be singing like jaybirds. <laughs> now, this represents, we'll tell you everything. <laughs> I, uh... Good job with the watermelons. You got a real flair for it. <laughs> Gallagher and James Gandolfini <laughs> in the CIA cafeteria. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, Gallagher, the CIA cafeteria. Check, please. <laughs> Zero dark melons. <laughs> so whatever, he foils the mafia with the help of these kids. That he puts directly in danger. The uh, uh, Oh, it's actually kind of weird that dude, my favorite character, Fat Hal, takes down one of the henchmen and starts like, Brutally beating this dude's face to like hamburger. Yeah, yeah. he's screaming. I mean, he looks like Paul Giamatti playing the rhino, and this is him like <laughs> screaming like Paul Giamatti as the rhino. Yeah, oh yeah, just yeah. beating this dude's fucking noodle man His skull gone. And he's just like, oh, that was so fucking fun. And you're just like, okay, Al, you shouldn't go back to teaching kids. The next, if they do Kindergarten Cop three and continue this plot line, Dolph right. Lundgren should uh, hunt down Hal. Oh, I like that idea. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hal turns out to be a turncoat. Yeah, and it's like, like also like being involved with Dolph Lundgren awakened his bloodlust. Oh, so right. Got to like, right. You made me. Oh, yeah, dude. And that's a real Batman and Joker situation mm-hmm. if I ever heard of one. Mm-hmm. So this movie also ends like really rapidly with like, you know, like he goes back to the classroom for no reason. Yep. 
Like, you're a fake teacher. There's no reason for you to go clean out a desk that's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like packing up a oh, box. Like, I'm going to give you back all your flash drives. Yeah, I, stole, I stole a gross worth of flash drives. <laughs> And the teacher, uh, you know, this this uh, Olivia character, or whatever her name is, um, she's like, you know, oh, I was mad at you because you didn't tell me you were in the FBI, but uh, eh, let's make out. And then the principal comes in and she's like, that's strike three. You're fired. And all the kids go, yay. And that's Kindergarten Cop 2. That's how we're ending it. Yeah. Does Arnold get a lady in that movie? Uh, he, he, yeah, Penelope Ann Miller. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. I don't right. know how. I, I believe it ends with almost the same thing where he goes back to the school. I think just to visit or something. But that's at least like, hi, remember me? This is like he's literally cleaning out a desk for no reason. <laughs> And we get, like, you know, it's the same, like, childhood font. You know what's yeah. weird? We didn't mention it. There's, like, a pig in this movie. Yeah. There's, there's a school Hell? pig. <laughs> no, there's an actual pig. Oh, okay. Like, a real a swine, you know? Uh-huh. Well, it's weird because in the beginning, they just say, oh, give her the therapy pig. Like, you know, it's all PC Liptard oh, right. BS. <clears throat> yeah. And I just thought it was a stuffed pig. Or, like, one of those adorable little teacup pigs because who on earth wouldn't want one of those? But this thing is something, like, Bricktop would serve you to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice snatch reference, dude. Yeah, snatch that one up. Um, I mean, yeah, I could live off this thing for a year. Yeah. It's a massive pig. You could live off of it. Yeah, because you, you milk- kill it and eat it. Oh. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have a year. Maybe a month. Yeah, I'm just maybe drinking a, pig milk, you know. Maybe a month. <laughs> drinking pig Just milking this pig, dude. <laughs> Subsisting off of nothing but pig milk. I think that's Some what Some people do it, man. <laughs> oh, right. Pig milk. That's what uh, McDonald's serves around St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Get some pig milk, freeze it, and put green food coloring in it. Happy fucking St. Patrick's Day from McDonald's. Wow, I can't believe you so rapidly cracked the formula for the shamrock shake. Yep, that's what it is. It's just just pig milk, dude. Frozen pig milk, granulated sugar, and red green food coloring. It's also what they used to to, uh, make the McRib. They put that in like a little like tray. Dude, oh yeah, Mc- gelatinous everybody, form. Everybody knows that McRibs are just pieces of old sneakers with barbecue <laughs> sauce on them. I've seen the McDonald's guys getting them out of the power lines. Oh really? Yeah, they just bring them. They, you know, when people throw the sneakers, <laughs> yeah, tied that's, together. that's what they do. Yeah, yeah, they McDo- go to urban McDo- areas and grab the sneakers. Yeah, and then they they grind them up you and slice cook them, them down. up. Yeah, there's very little meat in these gym mats. <laughs> Fuck this movie. Totally. My thing was, also the, so the pig is credited in the movie, as is this guinea pig. Oh, right, 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 right. Or right. whatever. The thing I wanted, the point I wanted to make about the guinea pig was where I thought this movie was going. This flash drive was somehow inside the guinea oh, pig, oh, and they were going nice. to have to cut it open and get it out. That would have been cool. Yeah, it didn't happen, though. No, nah, it's a shame. Yeah. Uh, would anybody recommend this movie? It's, you know, like... Yes, it's a light recommend for me. Yeah. It's terrible. Oh it moves, I feel. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't have the worst time watching it for some reason. Maybe it's because I'm a big kindergarten cop head, and I, <laughs> I like to watch the story continue. You've been waiting for this day for 16 years? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. No, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not a good movie. It's kind of... Or 26 years, yeah. excuse me. I think it's a fun, bad movie-ish. Hmm. I, 
Honestly, um, I'd say no. Sure. <laughs> That's, you know but what? You're well within your rights. I'll die on this hill alone. That's fine. <laughs> I think the first movie's worth checking out. Oh, I, love I haven't movie. seen it 150 times, but I've seen it a good amount. And since Y2K. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that, that, that'll that do it. Yeah, on that dig at me, um, yeah, I would recommend this movie, okay. actually. I feel, one, it's streaming on Netflix, so hey, get on it. Sure. Uh, but I think this is like, you know, it just came out like last week. This is like the latest entry into a hangover film situation. Yeah. It's, Ooh. you know, it's like inoffensive. It's not complicated. It's terrible. It does move. The movie is like an hour and 40 minutes. It somehow moves, though. It does. It feels light for some reason. And I kind of will just always watch Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Like, when I opened the Netflix interface and I was, like, scrolling through trying to find this, which Netflix has just buried this thing, mm-hmm. shockingly. There was immediately, though, another Dolph Lundgren movie that was called, like, Shark Lake or some shit. Yeah. And I was Fuck. like, save that for later. <laughs> I'm going to be taking a trip to Shark Lake sometime soon. What's a shark doing in a lake? Isn't that freshwater? I don't know. I'll, I'll find out. out. Possibly tonight. That's Kindergarten Cop 2 from the year of our Lord 2016. <laughs> directed by Don Michael Paul. Paul Michael Don. Michael Paul Don. Whatever you want to call this Hi, guy. Hi, Don Michael Paul. If you want to get a hold of us and find out more information about We Hate Movies, check out our website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We are at WHM Podcast, of course. Rust Belt friends and yes. people in the in Ro- the Rochester area, please. Do people like co- being called Rust Belt? I don't know. Oh, Tell no. us at the show. Yeah, yeah. Yell at me. Throw watermelons at us. Go to the little dot org for tickets. Right? Uh, yes, July the sixteenth. It turns out it's a Saturday. Oh, it's a Saturday night. Yeah, talking about some mutated turtles traveling through time on a Saturday night. Oh, yeah. After dark. 9 p.m. July the 16th. Thelittle.org. Right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. Tell your friends about it. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, Next week, what are we doing on the old program? Ooh, a little movie called The X-Men's... The Last Stand. That's right. right. X-Men the Third, The Last Stand. That is right. We have our good buddy Sean Weiner in studio to talk about the Brett Ratner-directed X-Men The Last Stand, which, by the way, gang, kicking off the 2016 what? summer blockbuster extravaganza, oh, yeah. starting a little early this year, just an FYI. Just a little earlier this year. That's okay. It is okay. Wait, did we clear this? <laughs> well, it's after your Memorial Day barbecue, so I think we're in the clear. That's right. Oh, That's yeah, okay. right. That's right. Well, you can start wearing white. <laughs> Because you don't have to worry about the barbecue sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. Hashtag SBE 2016 kicks off next week with X-Men The Last Stand. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Seda. Eric Siska. Gallagher. Hashtag We Want Wharf. <laughs>